childhood growing up grew up in impoverished family i mean section 8 housing trailer parks stuff like that so i mean it was probably definitely in the poverty zone at you know when you're young you don't really notice anything like that it's all in hindsight that you kind of notice things like that back then it was all honky dory oh living in a new place every few years fun the, f the first move was the hardest, probably, from Seattle to Spokane, Washington. That was the moving away from all the family. It was because of uh, my father, or my... The father that I grew up with, his gambling problem led to us having to skip town. Back then, you know, when I was younger, it was uh, things were not as noticeable, but I mean, it just seemed like the stereotypical Asian family, domineering father, submissive mother, and it kind of progressed that way. I mean, they they seemed happy. I mean, when you're six, everybody seems happy. The more you grow up, the more real you realize that they're fronting. You know, like most Asian people, they're just putting on an act to make it seem like everything's good behind the scenes. But the ramifications aren't really noticeable until recent years. I kind of modeled my childhood off of Full House. I mean, I saw the values of that family as very commendable and so I aim to basically grow up with a TV dad. Danny Tanner is whatever relationship he had with his daughters is like years away from what I had with my dad. We didn't have heart-to-heart -heart talks, there was no you know educational lessons, life lessons. I was a, basically a live-in maid, babysitter, I, <laughs> I moved shit for him, I cleaned, I took care of the kids, did chores around the house. The guy that I grew up with, my dad, or maybe my dad, maybe not my dad, whoever he is. I don't know, there wasn't really much of a relationship there. His wanted things done a specific way, you did it, or got the shit beat out of you. Usually with the most accessible weapon Available, I think the broomstick, the ruler, would be the most favorite during a mild incident uh, with uh, possession of alcohol in high school. There was a cleaver involved, but that was because he heard, he was in the kitchen. That's a bad time to break that news, but I got suspended and told him why. I don't know the the, the memories really faint. It was like freshman or sophomore year. I could swear that maybe they had called the parents and he had to come up. But I don't know. Somewhere along the lines, I just remember the funniest part was that him chasing me around the house with a cleaver and me ending up in the bedroom with uh, my sister laughing our heads off. <laughs> because he was just hilarious. It wouldn't have been as funny if he chopped me, but he didn't. <laughs> so It's funny because he's running around. His face flared and all red and angry and with a knife. Well, I mean, I saw it when I was a kid. It was in Malaysia. I mean, even if I looked, I mean, my, my Vietnamese is has never been good. still isn't. I guess that most things that I see based on context, because most of the language that I retain is based off of soap operas, so lots of movie titles and, and stuff like that. And, you know, something with pictures and context I can take a wag at, maybe sound it out, but I had to get it translated for my uh, citizenship.
So I sent away, had a translator when he came back. All the fields were in male religion, but now it's been, you know, the, under the field where it said father of the child or, or name of father or something like that. There's a name on there that doesn't have any accents on there. And the name is kind of ambiguous because with the correct accents, it could be a female name. With a different accent marks, it could be a male name. But that name is obviously not the same name of the guy that I grew up with. So it could be the fact that, I mean, the, the original story was that they were refugees and so they were in different camps. When my mother had given birth to me, somebody else had stood in in his place as the dad for paperwork's sake. That was the story growing up. But the thing is, like, I'm not sure if it could be a woman or not because the under occupation for father of the child it said rickshaw, so I don't think it's very likely, for, not to be sexist or anything, but it, that, that would be really hard work for a woman to be a rickshaw runner. So I'm thinking it could be a man's name, but I could be wrong. I mean, the next theory would be that is actually my aunt, who was maybe moonlighting as a rickshaw driver, because the name could be hers. It's been a while since I've seen it, so I'm not sure what the middle name is. So, I mean, usually the middle name will tell you a little bit, but I mean, the first name was really ambiguous, and the last name is just Nguyen, and everybody has that name. <laughs> it's a dynastic last name, so half of the Asian population, or Vietnamese population, has that name. Uh, most of us are not related. If it's a man's name, it's definitely not the guy that I grew up with, and so that leads to wonder is that. If indeed the guy that I grew up with is not my dad, does my dad know that I even exist? Or, you know, why? Did my mother tell him that she was pregnant? Or was it one of those things where she just... He just didn't want me and just left when he found out? And so she tacked onto the closest thing that would take her, unmarried woman that's pregnant, which uh, kind of seems like up her alley because... I know I get my looks from somewhere. It's from my mother. Uh, I mean, I'm not ugly, so... I mean, she was a homecoming queen in one of her third world rice paddy land, so... <laughs> so, she's not ugly. My dad's not a looker, so I'm thinking... I'm thinking he's that nerdy farm boy from, you know, out Midwest, and she got knocked up, beauty queen, so she latched onto the first guy that will take her pregnant. And... No, they were happy because he's ugly and got to marry the, you know, the queen, blah, blah, blah. But he's still, you know, raising a kid that's not his own. So that's why I was probably not treated as well. I mean, that, that would be explanation. I mean, that would be the most logical explanation, but it could be total bull. I mean, I was definitely curious who this person was. or And then there's that really, really weird thing where maybe... Maybe she was in labor and the rickshaw driver took her to the hospital and she grabbed him and just used him as his the name on the birth certificate just because he was there. That's that's a theory that's gone through my head. In the end, since if there was a real father and a and a, and a father growing up, the one that raised me, neither of them were really there for me, so it didn't really affect me so emotionally. My mother is under the, she's under the impression the less the children know, the less it'll hurt them. Or So she keeps, she, she's, a, she's a big liar. She keeps secrets. And so growing up, I, I don't think that if I 
calling her and asking her about it would be a fruitful endeavor because it'll make things more awkward between us as we've drifted a lot over the years. I mean, lots of things that she's done in the recent years, I've basically told her she's stupid about it. I just don't think that I'd get a straight answer and I'll just make our relationship worse. And I definitely, I mean, I thought about telling my sister about it, but I didn't really see the point anymore after thinking about it deeply. I mean, if I can't find this person, this person has no influence over my life. My mother won't tell me the truth. Why should there be a reason to rock the boat and tell my sister that I'm actually probably your half-brother? I mean, we still grew up together. I still took the really big leap of adopting her as my own and raising her, so... For all intents and purposes, we are basically blood. So I don't, I didn't, I don't see a reason in telling my sister that. And I don't really want to pursue that with my mother because I'll never get a right straight answer. And the chances of me being able to afford to put on a polygraph and her willing to take it is probably <laughs> zero to nil. So I mean, definitely growing up, I'm, I've struggled with daddy issues absent father even though he's been there for 18 years but he hasn't been there in the way that I needed a father to be. Growing up I didn't really have a male figure of any sort, uh, a male role model. I idolized my cousin for a while but he's only two years older than me so it's not really a father figure. So I think after a certain point it got too late and then I developed uh, daddy issues and started getting attracted to older men. And so now it's manifested itself into sex with older men. <laughs> and that's how I get my approval from daddy. I think it'd be interesting to see if there was a dad that wasn't the same, if my dad was not the guy, the same guy that raised me, it would be fun to see, oh, this is what he looks like. And, oh, this is where I get my traits. I don't, I didn't totally take after my mother or I can see the resemblance or something just for, curiosity but I mean I think that in order to find them I'd have to really find them like PI type thing or even with internet searches and stuff like that I mean his last name is Nguyen so that's like a half half of the yellow page already so I mean especially after 26 years I mean if, if there if there's a picture out there of him it would be way hard to track him down I, I think it'd be more hassle than it's it's worth to track him down. I guess it's a question of, well, do I have one absent father or two? Because, <laughs> I mean, he's not around either way, so. Um, I thought that it was always kind of like, not necessarily favoritism, it was just kind of those things where, you know, your dad had a favorite and your mom had a favorite. I mean, my sister was born five years after me, so she was young, cute, and new, so she, I just always chalked it up to my mother favored boys and my dad favored girls, and it was always like that until, well, I still, sometimes I still think that is the, the factor, maybe because I've always been, in hindsight, looking at childhood pictures, maybe I've always been a fag, <laughs> and it was noticeable that early on, so he was always been biased against that, whereas my sister, when she was growing up, she was more of a tomboy. So maybe he liked that better. I mean, for the most of my life, that's what I thought. That 
looking back at childhood pictures, I just seem like I was more flamboyant back then than I ever what I am now. So in hindsight, I don't think that I could distinguish between him treating me differently if I was his gay son or I was his non-blood related son. I don't know if one is worse than the other or do you really treat somebody differently than the other? I mean, I think that if he wasn't my dad, he accepted the responsibility to raise me, so he did raise me. And it just seemed like he raised me like... He just kind of raised me the way he was raised, because he is the technically the oldest child in his family. And so It was a 40-something-year-old mom asking her 21-year-old son what to do because she was unhappy in her marriage and she couldn't stand it anymore and she was getting to a self-destructive point and so I just told her what she wanted to do. I mean she just needed to hear it out loud and somebody somebody to give her that extra nudge. I mean I think that maybe she would have done it eventually but there is a part of me that feels bad the way things went down with the guy that raised me because my mother didn't actually have the balls to leave him while he was in the country. She actually left him when he was out of the country. Basically, one day he came home and his wife and kids were gone. So I do feel a little bad about that. So I think that it would ease my guilt a little bit to find out that he was actually not my dad, but just a little bit because he did, I mean, he wasn't really my dad, but he did provide a roof, however, Minor and disgusting and puffish it was, he still did. And he tried the best that he could. He raised his kids the best way that he knew how, even if it was twisted and old-fashioned and whatnot. And in hindsight, he was the polar opposite of my mother because right now, watching my mother raise my sister, it's complete disaster because she has not a very good disciplinary bone in her body. I do... It's a selfish, it's really selfish to want to know, I have a confirmation to know that he wasn't my dad, so I don't feel so bad about the way, because I don't think my mother would have actually left my, my dad, A, uh, if I hadn't pushed her to, um, I think she would have been too afraid and not confident enough to do that, you know, even though it was a simple thing of her, I mean, I guess it's not so simple, I mean, I mean, she, he controlled all the finances, so it's not like she had much paperwork, she just had to pack up and move back to live with her sisters. At that point, it's not something that I could help her with, but I guess I had to make that final, she needed that final push for me to do it. And at this point, I don't actually know where my dad is, either of them, or one of them, or whatever. I haven't really spoken to him in five years, six years. And, and in a way, there's more guilt in the fact that I did strip my sisters of their dad. I know that my middle sister, um, as much as he was retarded and, and his overprotectiveness of her and not allowing her to have a teenage life, I sort of stripped her and my younger sister of their dad by making a selfish decision for my mother. Uh, I thought that, that at that time that was the best decision that for my mother to be happy. but. I don't know. In hindsight, I think that maybe her misery for my sister's well-being would probably 
better since my mother should have made the, the right decision when she was young and well off and not middle aged and useless. My my youngest sister, I'm not sure how to, f I don't know, I'm not sure how to face her. I mean, I essentially made a really big decision that affected her life, and I think that probably one one point in my life I'm going to have to confront that with her. She's probably does not like me very much for that reason. I mean, for for whatever reason, I mean, she probably I don't know if she knows I made the decision or not, but if she does ask, I will definitely tell her. She won't like me for it because I basically took her dad away from her.